showing you how to reignite the embers of a distant and lonely relationship into a blazing, emotionally intimate connection. I'm your host, Amber Dawson. I'm a psychologist, author, and speaker. A few of my favorite things are my husband, Graves, and my adorable little dog, Riggs. Now let's learn how to create a soul crush in love that lasts. Hit subscribe in your podcast app so that simply by listening, you can rekindle your relationship by pouring a little gas on your relationship ember. This podcast is for informational purposes and should not be misconstrued for specific relationship advice. For advice for your specific relationship, seek a local couples therapist for relationship counseling for couples therapy. In today's episode, we're talking all about secrets to successful relationship repairs. Have you ever wondered why the most frequent posts I make on Instagram are about relationship repairs? Well, listen up, because today we are talking about the power of relationship repairs. Imagine you and your partner are starting to slide down a nasty spiral. It's the way that all your big fights begin. And then one of you quickly does a ninja move that halts the process, reconnecting you and getting you back on track. A repair. On a cold, snowy night in January, I pulled up to a restaurant and saw my future husband sitting outside on a bench in the cold. My heart fluttered in my chest, and I knew he was special. He would teach me about passionate love, and within two weeks, he would also teach me about heartbreak. The number one thing we do in our relationship that is supported by the relationship research is we work on being nice. Overall, how we feel day to day in our relationship, happy and loving is key. We didn't realize that we set out on a mission to create a great love, although I think we both hoped so from the beginning. I didn't intellectually realize what I was doing, although I knew this relationship research. It wasn't part of our conscious intention. We treat each other as well today as we did on that first date we met. In fact, we might even treat each other better. Together, we remain on our best behavior. Now, we aren't perfect, and with comfort and time together, we do make mistakes. However, my partner and I both became intuitively aware that to make our conflicts go well and to have a close and intimately connected long-term relationship, this was going to be contingent upon co-creating a warm, loving, playful, and forgiving emotional climate. Without malice, last night as I crawled into bed, he asked me to turn off the lights. I growled at him about how I just got into bed and all of the things I had just done. I snipped at him that he should get up and do it. Smoldering in irritation, I laid there in bed next to him, annoyed with him, but also knowing that his response did not warrant mine. I had pushed eating too long between clients, leading my blood sugars to be all out of whack. Even after I ate prolonged hangry, I was tired. My underlying problems were contributing to my grouching. So I apologized. I turned, I said, I'm sorry I grouched at you. You didn't deserve that reaction. I am not at my best tonight. Nicely. He accepted. Thankfully, he accepted. Why he accepted? Well, you could say it was because I apologized and as such, he accepted. 
I almost agree with that. This is partly true. But have you ever apologized and your partner couldn't hear you? Why I think he could hear me is because of the overall emotional climate in our relationship. It's mostly sunny and there was a spot of rain. Now imagine if it was always rainy and I tried to repair. If we hadn't seen the sun in a while, the repair likely wouldn't have worked out so well. So if you've wondered why I share relationship repairs the most on Instagram, it's because of this. Do you ever get in little spats with your partner? Could your relationship be even stronger with a more peaceful connection? Relationship repairs are a powerful way to restore connection after a bump in the road. Because after all, the number one thing couples fight about is nothing. That means it's the little interactions that contain the power to take a slowly slipping relationship, moving into disconnection and pull it into reconnection. Suppose in 2021, you buy a nice new car, you get it and has the nice new car smell. For the first year or so, it works like a dream, basically purrs when you start the engine, not unlike a new relationship. With the passage of time, taking that beauty car over a few bumps in the road, you're going to get some normal wear and tear. Eventually, that brand spanking new car will need a repair to get, its, to get it close to its working order. Relationship repairs aren't much different. There will always be bumps in the road, and relationships will need to be repaired to get them back on track. Relationship so problems aren't so much about if you're compatible or how different you are. Sometimes it is, but it's also about willingness to be good friends, to look at the good about each other, accept the other's influence and continually repair the damage, the bumps in the road. If you continually maintain the relationship, take it in for regular tune-ups. And in the case of relationships, this is usually like attention to the friendship seeing the good in your partner and sharing it and accepting influence. It's way easier to be compatible. Now, if you have a partner who isn't willing to do those things, perhaps there is something to reconsider. Why within two weeks of meeting my now husband, did he teach me about heartbreak? Just after falling in love at first sight, he told me he was moving 3,216 kilometers away for 14 months. When he told me, I had no words. My soul vacated my body, thinking, we just met two weeks ago. I guess we're gonna break up. Devastated, we both went to work that day, unsure if we would ever see each other again. As is typical for early love, the emotional climate was good. With a great emotional climate on our side, and flooded with neurochemical signals. That night we met for dinner and he presented his case. We agreed, agreed to try a long distance relationship for 14 months. Thank goodness for neurochemical signals. If you do not know what they are and how they impact your relationship, check out Your Brain on Love, episode 20. There are many kinds of emotional repairs or repairs. There are emotional thought-based ones and kinds that stop conflicts in their tracks or some that you have to redirect. Know your audience. For example, a very common mistake when people try to make repairs is they say, calm down. Well, yeah, I can see the person who's saying calm down is trying to re-regulate the conversation. Most people don't respond well to being told to calm down. 
In fact, for many, the words calm down are triggers. They lead someone to say, I am calm. Or, oh, I'll show you what needing to be calm looks like. As such, saying calm down won't be helpful for most people. Remember, communication between couples is more than words. It's an intricate dance together filled with secret languages and hidden meanings. It's important to repair in ways consistent with your relationship meanings. You will see that number one thing posted on relationship on my Instagram is the relationship repairs. Why? Because I need to use them all the time. They are so important. So for example, here are some other ways to say, calm down. I'm feeling overwhelmed with all the emotion. Can we both take a second to collect ourselves? Or I know we're both upset. Can we take 20 minutes, time out and come back to this? Or I'm stressed seeing upset how you are. I need this conversation to be more calm. Or I'm having a hard time listening, but I want to be here with you. Can you help me out and take a few breaths so I can stay engaged? Or I love you. I need a minute. I've got to go. I'll be back in five. Or I know you're upset. I'm on your team and I need this conversation to be more level. After countless missteps, hurts, tears, conflicts, harsh words, and shutdowns, and a firm resolution to make it better. Fast forward four and a half years. I walked down a sand-covered beach in a custom white dress to meet the love of my life at the altar. And I know that should we keep this strong, wonderful love, we need to continue to be nice, be friends, accept influence, and make lots of repairs. Thank you for tuning in to Relationship Psych, the podcast put on by Ember Relationship Psychology. If you're looking for more free relationship help or advice that comes straight from the couple's therapy room, check out the free resources and the blog at www.emberrelationshippsychology.com.